what it do what it do I just looked at my analytics and whoa what in the heck I don't know if it's coming from Apple or what but much love muchos gracias and uh, as much as uh, I'd love to celebrate actually times are tough right now because there's a lot of crazy crazy stuff going on there if you've uh, heard about Texas it's really it's hard and uh, if you didn't know um, there was another event uh, last week Gilroy the garlic festival which is kind of close by me actually a lot of crazy people around a lot of crazy stuff and uh, here I am preaching the word and I'm just a dude not even a very holy dude actually this show is expletive uh, um, expletive no no that's expletive deleted uh, explicit this show is explicit and I've got a little thingy here it is this show is explicit. If you are under the age of 18, please get the fuck on out of here. Thank you. This message is brought to you by Yes, it is very, very, very explicit because freedom of speech, dude. Like, this is America. Freedom of speech. In fact, you always find that in any sense where there's like a like um, shunning of somebody's like ability to talk like it's obvious that there's like a cover-up or a uh, blackmail or a uh, um, you know uh, pinning something on an innocent person there's always that kind of thing uh, what do they call it red flags um, or false flag, yeah. That kind of stuff, whatever, right? You know, um, God bless everybody. Stay safe. Watch out, there's a lot of weirdos out there. It's sad, you know, it really is, because, um, I, I mean, you know, I talk about this stuff a lot. I talk about the natures of of, uh, willpower, free will, I know that's ironic in a lot of senses, if you know me and you're out there, I know, I know, but that just only means that I understand these things very much in depth, because yeah, I am a hypocrite in a lot of stuff, but, but, the aim, the aim is important super important and it's way better than to ignore or deny or live in denial which is something that I did for most of my life maybe up until I was 28 I want to say I lived in denial and not the river but yeah no um Sean here spiritual counselor minister and you can take that to mean whatever you want because nowadays it's 
you know, you know, people with their biases and uh, blind associations, and you know, I mean, everybody's basically just following the herd when it comes to meaning, and I guess that's kind of like uh, fair in a sense, but also in another sense, like if we look at history, we've kind of been kind of fucked. And a lot of our meanings and interpretations, like for instance, um, the Christ, the, you know, Christianity. You know, uh, you know, I love, I love Christianity. I'm a Christian myself. I love the Bible. I started reading the Bible as a kid, as an atheist when I was a teenager, and I came out the other side as a believer. And I, I don't believe actually that the point is to believe in the existence. I think that's complete bullcaka. And I think Christians out there need to take another look at the Bible and actually read it. Because Christ didn't die, so you could just, like, think that it's about believing he existed, dude. Not at all. Like, listen to the words he says. You know, it's very practical stuff. Very commonsensical stuff, you would think. Right, you know. And it's completely opposite of what the modern New Age movement is all about. If you look at it. I just watched a very interesting video by a... Well, I probably shouldn't uh, uh, cite source the dude yet because I haven't done my research yet on how true it is. Ahaha, see, that's responsibility. You don't just say stuff, you know. You gotta do your research first. But, I mean, a lot of the things are commonsensical. Like, right, um, you have... A lot of people who are promoting self-love as though they know themselves, and they obviously they don't know the true self. If they're going around hurting people based off of false ego values, right? And ignoring people that are suffering. I mean, if you knew your true self, you would do it as Christ. And that's very, very, very obvious. I mean, this is the age of Aquarius, the humanitarian. Not the uh, Aries, or what is it? Um, I forget the title, but you know, it's it's like the, the Aquarian, it's the humanitarian, it's the uh, basically coming out of Pisces, which is the Christ symbol. If you didn't know, we didn't have the cross as the, the symbol of Christ until I think three hundred years after uh, Christ passed. So, for many hundreds of years, even after he passed, the symbol of Christ was the two fish, Pisces, as Christ ushered in the age of Pisces. And now we're at the coming end, and we are to be as Christ. Obviously, he said he was the way, right? <laughs> it's pretty clear, you know. And that's pretty much how we would get to become the Aquarian age. It's all of us uh, love one another, and worship the self and worship the self-ego while twittering your twittering twats and uh, trying to win an Instagrammy award. Like, for real, no, that's not how it goes. Well, you know, I usually like to start off with um, a little bit of music and... Actually, I got one from a good friend and good buddy. Uh, it's a short one, but it's called Branches. 
And this file is a bit old, so hopefully it works good, but we'll see how it goes. It's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And now, an ad from Dad. <clears throat> All right. Save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's well made. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Shorty but goody, I loved that. I really do. You know, I have a very <clears throat> I have a selective taste. I like to listen to underground, and I like to support the the underground. I, I love underground, underground everything, you know, uh, mom and pop stores, um, music, uh, art, and all of the senses. I think that in the rawness of the regularity of the people, you know, I mean, if we're just like average people and we're not super famous yet, then we're in that raw artistic sense of uh, real purity, you know? Um, when you have, like, a famous artist, like, well, then they're kind of constrained to do what the uh, the people want out of them, right? You know, which is, it, it, it lacks its own art, I, I want to say. It must be very hard for famous artists to, like, uh, to hold on to that creativity and hold on to that um, 
the the inspiration from the Vesta, from the within, the gut, you know, and the, the fire and the spark, uh, while simultaneously being like told what to do and told what, you know, sound to make and, you know, it must be really hard for them. Um, actually, that song was from a good buddy, Seth, and I think it was from his project Z32, but I might be wrong. Um, it's been a while. But, uh, you know, awesome dude. I met that guy way back when, well, you know, uh, internet met. And uh, we, it was in a, a Deftones group. And, you know, I mean, I know I play a lot of hip-hop on this station, but uh, but I love all music, really, you know. And Chino Moreno, that guy is, I don't even know. I mean, how many bands he got? I don't know, five or something like that? I don't even know. I mean, I bet he don't even know, you know. And he's just amazing. It's very amazing. He comes at it raw, and he comes at it... Um, With amazing inspiration uh, every time, yeah. <laughs> and uh, that's one of the bands that I've followed since I was a kid. Really, you know, if you've ever played uh, that old PlayStation game, Dave Mira BMX, like I think it had one of their songs on there. I think from the uh, it might be the White Pony album, but yeah, no. Um, <clears throat> And then, of course, you know, I think that's the funny thing is that back in the day, you had all these uh, video games like Crazy Taxi, right? Playing The Offspring. <laughs> that was great, you know, and these video games were just like, oh, all right, you know, let's just uh, let's have the dope, cool music, you know? And they did, and it rocked, and that's how it went, you know? Nowadays, you don't see that too much, not in... Uh, you know, anything commercial or anything corporatocracy, like, you don't see too much of that. Um, being cool. <laughs> Unless, of course, you're a uh, kapuhuna, right? Now, I mean, I, I understand, you know, I mean, uh, everybody's got their tastes and such, and a lot of times people are used to the whole robotic monotonous sense of things, you know? Like, uh, you know, but me, I like to, I like to be a little weird. I mean, I'm weird in everything I do, you know? Uh, it's a, it's a very celebrational thing, I want to say. Like, it's like a joy of life. What did they call it in French? Uh, joie de vie, right? And seems like it's a thing that's very much lacking in society these days. You know, everybody's really, you know, you know uh, just, just real caught up, you know, and real stressed. And, and it's easy to get each other stressed out when we're stressed. So, like, I try my best not to get stressed, you know, and um, I try to put a little bit of comedy into everything I do. And, and that's really, you know, uh, that's probably the one single thing that's probably hurt me the most, I want to say. I'm not saying don't try that also, because <clears throat> we, we need to. Excuse me. But we need to 
have that strength to push forward and try to promote positivity, but at the same time, have the compassion to reach out to people that are, you know, suffering or, or down low. I mean, look at what's going on. I want to say, like, it's pretty obvious, like, you, you know, you have a whole culture uh, and just with subcultures underneath it, and they're all being told, oh, self-love, 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 right? You know, and which basically gets interpreted to uh, everybody as like, okay, um, hold on to my egoic values that don't mean anything and insult or hurt people and let go of people that are hurt when I could easily become aware and see that, okay, those people are just hurt and the right course of action would be to give them a hug or give, be compassionate, right? You know, it's generally those kinds of simple things there's simplicities that we overlook and we tend to believe don't exist. If you've ever been in an argument with a girlfriend or boyfriend and it, tell me if you've ever had this happen before. Wherever you're watching this, if there's a place to comment, uh, I mean hearing this, if there's a place to comment, please do so. Has, has this ever happened to you where you're in an argument in your relationship and within you you know that you just want to hum humble down and say, Hey, babe, look, I really don't want to be arguing or fighting. I love you. How can we work this out? You know, it's things like that. Or, or like, you know, um, or apologize in an argument, right? Have you ever felt that? That you want to apologize and you want to say, Hey, you know what, babe? I'm really sorry, I didn't, I didn't, you know, and you want to come sincere, but there's that voice in your head, right, and it's saying, oh no, they'll attack you, you know, if you humble yourself and, and, and uh, bow before them, they'll put their heel on your throat, and the worst part about it, I've noticed that's true, a lot of times when you humble yourself before others, when you apologize, they take it as a sign of weakness, and then they use that opportunity to put their heel on your neck. Now, I would go to say that it's obvious that the person who humbles himself and apologizes is the stronger one. And the person who takes advantage of that opportunity and puts the heel on the other person's throat is the weaker one. Obviously. Right? You know, because it takes character. It takes uh, blind faith, and it takes, it's, it's basically self-sacrifice, but without the sacrifice yet, right, you know, it's like, uh, <clears throat> it's like saying, I would get hurt for peace, which is a very Christ-like thing, in a sense, right, it's very much a, um, I want to say it's a holy thing, you know, you look at today, you look at the world around you. This is a cancerous... Yes, Tyler? Meow. It's my cat, Tyler Durden, named after Brad Pitt's character in Fight Club. No relations, but... He could be a figment of my imagination, I don't know. 
He's a Maine Coon, and he's got a tail that almost beats the world record for longest cat tails. Yet he's a he was the rat. Yeah, well, you have food. Go eat your food. Okay, sorry. So, where am I? Uh, cancerous, right? Okay. Um, come on, look at the world right now. It's a cancer cell mentality, right? Which is basically. Um, Greediness, uh, hoard, take from other cells. You see, the thing is, is that every healthy cell, every naturally healthy cell, it only takes in enough to get by. It completely trusts its environment and its neighboring cells harmonically. It, it's it's just completely trusting. It only takes in enough to survive for the next several seconds. And this is how the healthy human body is, and how the healthy human body functions. There is no greed. But the cell gets taught things in certain circumstances. The three things are dehydration, malnutrition, and toxicity. Now, when the cell goes through these things, it gets taught what? Fear. Yes, Tyler, what do you want? Cute baby, come here. Come here. Come here. So the cell gets taught fear, and it remembers fear, and then it tries to go about its world in a greedy sense, right? That's what's going on in a cancer, uh, cancerous body. You have the cancer cells taking in more than they need and hoarding, and you have the good cells and the healthy cells, which are giving away more than they can give away until it just gets depleted and they die. And that's what's going on right now. Right? So... It's a funny thing. I mean, because, like, in a sense, the cell would do good to, in its own self-preservation, uh, to become like the cancer cells and greedily hoard. But the whole body is gonna die. The body, the the, the whole body is gonna die. That you don't have a cancerous uh, body that gets more and more cancerous and you know fills up with that mentality and then like doesn't just die faster, right? And it's obviously shown in everything that we have going on, you know. Um, I don't know how there's no, like, I mean, I'm sure that there's people out there that are talking about this. I, I hope that if it's uh, hit you in any kind of way that, that resonates as holy shit or fucking A, right? Then preach it. Preach it. You know, people need to know because, I mean, the way that things are going about, this is not okay. It's simply not. It's, it's easy as that. It's simply not. And that's the simplicity of it, is that this entire thing is relevant down to the cell and down to the nature things. Oh no, it's the, it's the men in black. <laughs> yeah, I got helicopters going about, and that's uh, actually a regular thing for here. I live in the ghetto. But yeah, anyways, um, that's the thing, is that this is a cancer cell mentality economy and we can't even say the word economy because the definition of economy 
means uh, efficient use of resources. And since we don't have an efficient use of resources, we cannot say that we have an economy. Anyways, you know, there's certain groups like the Venus Project, the Zeitgeist Movement, the Transition, uh, certain, uh, certain awesome people have started, you know, um, foundations and uh, movements to do awesome things that have to do with technology and promoting good values and virtues. That's really important. Oh yeah, I live in the ghetto, mind you. Yeah, so I do have my window open. It is hot. I am not naked for once, actually. Oh yeah, yeah. That's right. Sometimes I do my shows naked. But you can't sing me, can ya? So it's okay. Now the thing is, is that to have the healthy structure come back, you need to, you need to instill a, you need to teach a kind of uh, free sharing, free giving environment. You remember that whole thing a while back, you know, they had the movie on it and all, it was the uh, pay it forward, right? Oh, Tyler, would you stop here? Let me let my cat up. <coughs> Pay it forward is a very, very good thing because it's natural. It's how the healthy human cell works. Pays it forward. There's the level of trust. There's the level of uh, just giving kindly, kind, kind uh, with uh, with kindness, and. Um, there's the gratitude on the opposite end. You don't have gratitude when it comes to a cancer cell mentality. You don't. There's no gratitude. There's just uh, the excuse of self-love and excuse of self-worship, which is like, oh my god, you know, there's no happiness in that. Edgar Casey said it himself. One cannot find happiness by directing love inward. Funny concept. But I dare you to try. Go ahead. Go off into a cave. Don't have any input. Nobody talk to you. No love for you. No, 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 uh, no, no friends. No companions. No sex. No, um, no socializing. Yeah, yeah. Let's see if you can find happiness like that. You see, the thing is, is that in this realm, in this experience we meet ourselves through the external world all is us right so it's the funny thing it's like how are you gonna say that you love yourself if you're not accepting yourself shining back to you from the all you know how are you gonna find that holiness and the oneness if you are literally spiraling inward in a uh not a a looking within so much as a thinking already knows oneself but it's really the ego and false uh pride and and uh really really unhealthy characteristics and then uh claiming that's the self while narcissistically harming others And it's, um, I don't know, I'm really tired of the whole argument. I've been really trying to stop that whole movement 
since it started because I saw, I knew it was obvious to me because I mean, I, 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 I was doing the opposite from like a year before I created a, a thing, a three-step program. So far, I haven't been able to find anybody who's willing to do it. Um, some people did one or two steps, but I'm the only one who's been able to do all three. That's really simple, really simple. Um, and I, I, I very much would love if anybody would just take this and run with it. Just go and do it. I, there's no pride here. I just want this thing to go and to work and to, to, to be moving because I know that with it instilled, it would create a more healthier environment for all of us. And it goes like this. Actually, the steps uh, one and two can be alternated any which way. It doesn't matter. So the first step, if you want to put it like that, it would be um, to post... And I know this is a tough one for everybody because they have this uh, mind frame that it's bad and they, they everybody's afraid of being judged about it. Post about something good that you did for somebody else. I know, right? It's mind-blowing, right? Why would anybody do that? Because, oh my God, they're going to get judged as though they're uh, being uh, boastful and prideful. Well, let me tell you something. The reason why nobody's doing anything good for anybody else is because they don't see it. Nobody's seeing anybody doing anything good for anybody else. So it kind of makes sense that, oh, well, you know, I mean, you kind of want to have people be able to see the good actions in order for them to feel that it's okay to do. Because, I mean, I hate to say it, but not everybody has that grounded sense of individuality, you know, and that sense of self to just take action and not care what people think, you know, just take action and do what you feel is right in the heart, you know, and if it's uh, not harming anybody and if it's just, you know, something that's done out of love and, and it's a, a kind act, then screw everybody else, right, you know? To me, that's common sense. You don't go and, uh, like, like, let's say there's a, there's somebody on the ground and they're hurting, right? Let's say they're, they're like, bleeding out, right? And, you know, you're with your friends and then, you know, your friends say, oh, fuck that guy. You're going to go and just say, oh, okay, fuck that guy. And then fucking keep walking? I mean, would you want that to be you? What if that was you on the ground? Common sense says, oh, shit, you know, if it's not going to take anything out of my day, you know what I mean? Like, what's a couple minutes to freaking help some dude that I, I might save his life? You know, what's that? You know what I mean? That's not even a, 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 a thing to trade. That's like, that's common sense. It's good Samaritan. Right? <laughs> that's the story. And that's the thing. It's like. Why are you like? Do you can you even say this is? I said this in my in my music video. Uh, how are you gonna say that you love yourself if you got no identity, right? If you got no identity, if you're gonna look to the left to see the validation and see if it's okay from another motherfucker, then you don't even have a self. Like, if anything, you you should start trying to learn who you are and discover yourself 
because if you can't stand up for yourself and just take action and but you gotta look to the left or look to the right to see if it's okay like I can understand like if it's like you know a very technical aspect and there's like really confusing things involved you know but if it's something simple like following your heart well then you better follow your heart it's a very simple thing it goes like this and I've said it a bunch of times but I'll say it again love is from the heart my grandma said it like this I don't know she probably quoted Muji or something uh, Sydney Banks I don't know love is from the heart thought is from the mind the mind cannot know love it can think that it knows love, but it can't. That happens in the heart. Now, when you have a cognitive dissonance, right? And what I mean by that is when your heart hurts and your head is uh, saying aggressive things or negative things. Well, that means follow your heart and don't listen to the thoughts. Common sense. A lot of times people out there, they think that their quote-unquote intuition is their cognitive dissonance. And it's so bad. That is so bad. So bad. Like, you don't go around following your cognitive dissonance. That's not, that's not intuition. <laughs> you know, like, there's only, you know, fear does not happen in the heart. You know, if your heart is aching and your mind is saying negativity then that's because the thoughts are, are wrong. And the more, you're, more your uh, thoughts are saying negative and the more your heart is aching, and you're thinking that, oh, okay, oh, that means this. Actually, that means it's specifically wrong. Specifically wrong. This is a clear way, and it always works, because you're supposed to follow the heart, not the mind, not the thoughts. I would know. I, I, I fuck up this all the time, all the time. You know, lacking faith in my myself and my 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 intuition. But I mean, sometimes I I I get it right. And I've been getting better at getting it right, but I still mess up. I still mess up a lot, you know. And it sucks when I do. But <clears throat> I think it's important that you know you practice this. This is a very clear thing to practice. Like, you, your mind tells you something, and you think you know, right? You know. But let me tell you, only the ego, quote-unquote, has to know. Or, now, end quote. And only the ego has to know. And only the ego knows. Right? But, you know, love is blind because love is unconditional already. That's the truth. Is that... <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> my throat <clears throat> love is already unconditional we put the conditions on top of it and those conditions are created off of our thoughts i made a documentary off of this it's called true emotions look it up type in true emotions in youtube kapuhuna or you can go to uh uh filmfreeway.com slash uh, true emotions. 
no space, no dot, just true emotions, um, one word after the other. And then it's very, very much a huge thing that I've talked about. And I like to say that that's the difference between a mystic and a psychic, you know. And I don't know that a lot of people like to say, like, oh, well, you know, same thing, same thing. It's not. It's really not at all, you know. Psychic is of the mental and the the thought realm. Now, as a lucid dreamer for most of my life, um, like, if I can control my dreams and I can create dreams, then why should I say that or believe that the thought realm would be more so the truth if I can create illusions, right? But if the heart, you know, if, if, if we're to let the heart guide us, right, and love is the way, and the heart is the compass, and follow your heart, and everything that everybody has been saying for generations after generations after generations, and people think that they understand, but they don't. You know, <clears throat> you think like, oh, follow the heart means uh, if my heart is aching, then that's my intuition. No, no. Look for the irony. Look for the irony. Look for the funny thing. Look for the, not even, not always the funny thing. Because sometimes it's where you're the hypocrite, which would be an irony, right? And that, that means that you'd have to humble yourself to see where you're wrong. And it's always, it's always ironic. I promise you that. That is one of the keys, is the irony. Because God has a sense of humor. If you look at the Bible, first thing that God did, you know, he separated the waters from above from the waters from below. You know, and he called the middle ground, the middle realm, the firmament, and he called the firmament heaven. You know, God separated the the sky from the land, and the animals from from the air, sky, and the animals from the land. Or what have you? If you look at it, actually, you read it all the way through. The thing that God is doing every single time is he's not choosing sides. <laughs> he's Straight split down the center. Irony. The double-edged sword from the angel's mouth. Excalibur. I know this is like really intense shit. And I mean like if you're hearing it here, don't think that like, oh, this is stuff that everybody knows or everybody talks about. I've never seen anybody talk about this. I've been saying it for a while just because, I mean, I've had some really weird experiences that kind of kind of, you know, want to guide me along to these kinds of things, you know. And uh, it's just, you know, connecting dots. It doesn't mean it means anything. It don't mean shit that you don't want it to mean, you know. Take it all with a grain of salt, you know. But uh, just do remember, you got to have a sense of humor. That's the key. You got to humble yourself to see where you're wrong. Because sometimes we're hypocrites in our projection of denial. And uh, project denials of shame that we project. Look at what happened with Jesus. People were ashamed that they could not 
no, no, they could have, but they chose not to, out of their ego, do as he had been teaching and preaching. They did not want to stop judging each other. And as Jesus loved and accepted all, they condemned him and judged the heck out of him in projection of their insecurities and failure to to match that. And that's a very uh, predominant psychological factor. And if you look at it, we're always projecting our specific shames. We're always blaming all kinds of things because we're really afraid of that irony, you know. But, I mean, if you're connected with all, uh, I I like to say it like this because this is how it happened for me when I had the, what I like to call um, synchronicity collapse into the Holy Trinity. And for a little bit, I was able to read anything, everything, as it's all tarot. And it's all astrology, it's all numerology, it's all very, very simple, as it would be. So on the path to oneness, things simplify. And so as synchronicity collapses into the Holy Trinity, as Jesus explained in the Gospel of Thomas, well, you'd find yourself as one of those, of the Trinity. I know it sounds really, really vague and uh, weird to hear. But, you know, uh, I hope you don't go spiraling into psychosis. I really hope you don't. Just look for the irony in case you do. <laughs> Have a sense of humor in case you start going crazy. I swear, I swear, just just, just like, look for the irony. Because, I mean, it's going to be something that's ridiculously funny and it's going to save your ass. Just, you know, if anything, create it. There's always an irony in everything. Irony is the face of God. And I like to say it was the word. The first word was a laugh. <laughs> right? Of course. Right? Well, in any sense, uh, I got maybe three minutes left, so I'm going to play. I'm going to play the song. Much love. And aloha oi. O maokea o kaaini i kapono o Hawaii o California o United States o Earth o humanity. And ciao, ciao. Okay, I'll tell you once more, okay? Baby steps. Baby steps. Right. Oh, by the way, yeah, this one, it, uh, this is not the full-blown best version. This is just the, the, uh, raw, unedited version. Better send what you heard. My copyright, see the price.
Monkey see, monkey do. Hey, what's the difference if I swipe right on all of them? 